three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Real Pineapple. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how are you, buddy? Yo, what up? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Damn, get all get all street with me. Um, so yeah. I'm so, so hood. I, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're so you know what, man? We're talking about nobody's fool, and oh god, I feel like a fool. I haven't seen this shit. It's a new Tyler Perry movie, which. If you've listened to the podcast for any length of time when we've reviewed a Tyler Perry movie, you know that we don't uh, exactly shine uh, shine down on these with our uh, with our glee uh, <laughs> as far as these films. I, you mean you didn't love Boo too? I oh, dude. So that is still one of my favorite reviews. Is our Boo Two review because Scott Scott, we miss you, buddy. Just his disdain, honestly, all of our disdain for that film just really shone through. And, uh, yeah, Scott was particularly uh, <laughs> upset about having to see that. Yeah, Scott was not a fan. And we, me and Scott ended up reviewing uh, Tyler Perry's Acrimony, which you uh, which you didn't see, you lucky bastard. But uh, our worship have come up, coming up in a few minutes. <laughs> so trust me, once you see it, it'll be on there. Here's what I'll say about Nobody's Fool. I went into this and I just went, okay... It's another Tyler Perry movie. It's a comedy, and I put comedy in quotes. There's no Medea, which I will say too, Dave. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Tyler Perry announced he's killing Medea off. We have one more Medea movie, and I'm not gonna lie to you, Colin. A, 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 a tear might have fallen from my eye when I heard that. I went, "Oh my God, no more Medea!" Because <laughs> do you, do you think uh, audiences will give a standing ovation when it happens? Dude, I'll give a same ovation when it happens, man. I uh, you, so as I mentioned earlier, if you've listened to the podcast for more than a year, my axe to grind outside of the Transformers movies and, and even more so than the Fifty Shades movies has been Tyler Perry. I I have said uh, some very not kind things about Tyler Perry. I I stand by all of them, by the way. Uh, Tyler Perry, I think, is just insanely inept filmmaker and what he the way he poisons the black community and profits off it off stereotypes to go ahead and buy i don't know tyler perry buys uh, whatever uh cheap suits <laughs> but he just he's so terrible and there hasn't been really any growth to him as a director which i think is what's so maddening because if you're this bad at your job for he's been making films for oh god when did Diary of a Mad Black one come I, I, oh 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 four oh five maybe was that his first one? That's his first movie. Yeah, I movie, I, yeah. I feel like he's been doing. I feel like it's been around that long, but he just. And what's irritating about this guy too is that you can never find budgets on his movies. It's so hard to find the actual budget. I'm assuming the budget on this was around what. All his budgets are, which are about 25 mil. 
and this movie's already made thirteen million. I'm happy it opened up kind of small, but in the end, it'll problem it'll make a profit. It'll make you know thirty five, maybe forty mil by the end of its domestic run, and Tyler Perry will laugh his way to the bank because that's what Tyler Perry does. So going into this, I was I'll fully admit it. I went in with a really, really bad attitude because I just think his guy blows. With that said, <laughs> this movie wasn't torturous for the first 10 minutes <laughs> in this movie. Dude, this movie, oh man, I have so much to say about this film. To be completely honest, I don't even know where to start. So, you didn't see Night School. Uh, Night School was fucking Avengers compared to this movie, and I was not a fan of Night School. <laughs> like I love. What? Night- what? Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. What did you? What did you rate? That oh one? god, I think I gave a C minus or D plus. It was like one of the two. Like it, it wasn't. The thing is, there are a couple things that made me laugh, but it was almost like watching that movie the week of we saw with Adam Sandler and Chris Rock, where I just went. God, there's just a, a lack of fucks given that's almost impressive. They're just like, t- like Kevin Hart, you're short and black. Let's just make a bunch of short and black <laughs> jokes. Waka waka. Oh, Tiffany Haddish, you're going to play the straight woman because, sure. And, I mean, she gets a couple of short jokes in Kevin Hart that made me laugh. But in the end, there's like a domestic abuse storyline that they play off for laughs. It went cool. All right. <laughs> that's where this movie goes. And this movie... If you are a black dude, man, in a Tyler Perry movie, you're either poor, you either need Jesus because you have a drug addiction, or you're rich and you're being your wife. Like, it's one of the three things. And this guy in this movie, uh, the the main character, he's an ex-con, because of course he is. (laughs) And the movie just goes, yeah, man, like, he's he's running a coffee shop now, but, you know, he found the Lord. You know, so he's okay now. And and, and, and he just... Uh, okay, so let me backtrack a little. Because like, the more I'm thinking about this movie, I'm getting more upset. So, since you didn't see it, you lucky son of a bitch. Um, let me fill you in on the plot here. So, uh, Danica, who's played by uh, Tika Sumter, she's, mm-hmm. she's the... Uh, she works at this law... Uh, I can't remember if it's a law firm. It doesn't matter. She's in a very nice position wherever she is. But she's working this very high-end company where Missy Pyle is her boss. You've seen Missy Pyle and stuff. I think she was in... Uh, oh, God. In Dodgeball, if Mary serves. Uh, yeah, she's in Dodgeball. She's uh, played the the unibrow chick. Uh, she... Uh, you, you've seen her at Galaxy Quest. I, oh, my God. She's been in, like... A thousand things. Yeah, no. Missy Powell, you've seen her quite a bit and stuff. And, and she's doing the whole, like, <laughs> she's doing the whole, I'm white, but I have a black employee, so I'm going to talk to her like, what's up, girl? Say shit like this. I'm just like, oh, God, oh, can you please make this? It's a lot. It, dude, this is 15 minutes in, and I was just like, I, I, I'm i not going to lie to you. I, I kind of hate you and Scott for not saying this because I was, cause I'm the only one who was just sitting there like, cool, I really want to slip my wrist right now. And... <laughs> And they will understand how I feel because fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Danica, she's, you know, the classic, you know, woman in a sense of, oh, I'm beautiful, I'm intelligent, I have a career, but the world tells me I'm not shit because I don't have a man, which is such a great message for women to hear. So she has a sister played by Tiffany Haddish, who's named Tanya, 
who just did 510. Because, again, she's black. Of course she's been in prison. So her mom, played uh, played by Whoopi Goldberg, Lola, says, Hey, your sister's getting out. Can you go ahead and pick her up? And she goes and picks her up and hijinks ensues. So just to put a, a, a bow somewhat on the hijinks that ensue, the first thing you see about Tiffany Haddish is Tanya take a shot in the dark. What, what you, what's the most outlandish thing you could think of of her just getting out of jail? Just, just throw something out. What, what do you mean? The most outlandish thing about... That she does. Because this is how the, the movie introduces you to her. You, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take the suspense away. Know. I'll take the suspense <laughs> away from you. So she's like, oh, hey, I've been in prison for, you know, five or ten. Hang on, give me a second real quick, sis. So she goes and jumps in this this Ford Bronco and just starts fucking this uh, this inmate. <laughs> That's how the movie starts with her. It's, it's like Danica comes up and she's in the back of the seat like this fucking some dude like, yeah, yeah, you like this pussy. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my fucking God, this is how this movie is starting. And then they have to go ahead and put the punchline. Uh, Danica goes, oh, are you fucking OJ? Get it? Because they're in a Bronco. <laughs> He's fucking a black guy. So it could have been OJ Simpson. Just, just, oh, God. It could have been. It, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his head was. That sounds like a good joke, Hunter. Yeah, so soft start to the movie. So yeah. it, it, I thought you said this wasn't so bad for the first 10 minutes. It doesn't sound like what you're describing matches up with that. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> because I wouldn't like, wait a I'm minute. Like, how was that not so bad? Well, because I because Danica for the first couple minutes we get introduced to her character. I went, okay, she's successful. She's she's beautiful. She's got a good head on her shoulders. Okay, and then it introduces Tanya and all that goodwill just went out. The window. So it gets better. So, so are you are you a fan of Tiffany Haddish in general? Like, did you like her in Girls Night or Girls Trip, whatever that movie was? Yeah. So so Girls Night that was the one with a, a rough night. That was one of Scarlett Johansson. So you, yeah, yeah Girls so, Trip, I, right? A, a girls Trip, yeah, good job. Uh, you know, I actually liked her in Girls Trip. And the thing, I, so this is what I will say. I think Tiffany Haddish is funny. I've seen her in interviews and stuff. I go, she has really good comedic timing. But again, if this was you know an actual director, they would have found a way to go, hey, like reel back a little bit, or we're gonna cut you off here. But Tyler Perry, because he doesn't write scripts, because as we've discussed, you know, he uses cocktail napkins he went okay so you're the ex-con black woman just be loud and, and out in the rap, outlandish and crazy and all in it so you just want me to go yeah just, just go it's fine don't worry about it. <laughs> because there are points where she just starts saying like like nigga i'll fuck you up i went that's not a joke and the people behind me were laughing their asses off like oh she's so funny by the way Everyone who's in the theater with me, I, I, I hate you to your core, and I cannot express that enough because. So every everyone, see that's that's the thing. I feel like the people that go and end up seeing these movies, like and like they love them. Like nobody's like everybody that would hate this movie knows that they would hate this movie, and they don't go see it. That's that's the worst experience about seeing these movies for me. Which I didn't see this one, but boo too. Let me tell you if we could relive that <laughs> review. Like everyone loved that movie in that theater. Yep. So I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm always dumbfounded when I'm sitting in, in a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, dude. Like I hearing just, everybody laugh their head off. I was just really sad to be honest with you because I'm sitting there 
And there is one good thing I will actually get to in this movie. There's one thing I actually enjoyed. I know, shocking. But, so, uh, Danica, she's dating this dude named, it it doesn't fucking matter, uh, Charlie, I think. Yeah, Charlie. And she's never met him, right? She's been dating this guy for a year and has never met the guy she's been seeing for a year. That sounded a little bit like Cosby. wasn't intentional. Anyway, but... (laughs) It's like Cosby mixed with Stephen A. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I like that. But thanks, man. I'll take that. But she's just... you like half of it being mixed with Cosby? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, not not what Cosby's done, obviously. But oh, I will okay. take I will take the compliment for Stephen A. But uh, but so Tanya's been uh, not Tanya. Danica's been seeing this guy for a year. Has never met him. Has never gotten. Uh, I guess she's gotten a picture of him. But she's never FaceTimed him, and so there's no point where she goes, maybe this guy, you know, doesn't exist or whatever. So, Tanya, her sister, goes, I think you're getting Catfish. And that is only excuse to bring in the guys from the MTV show Catfish to come in for a subplot, which... They're not in this. I swear to you, they are. Those two guys are actually in this movie? They are in this movie. The movie ba- Oh, God. The movie basically stops... To be a, a, a subplot for the MTV show Catfish. Uh, it, 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 Jesus Christ. Oh, no, 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 no. It gets better. Trust me. Uh, good, so, uh, Those guys are the worst, by the way. Uh, Nev <laughs> Shulman and Max Joseph, by the way. Those are, oh, God. Yeah, and I was never a fan of them anyway. So when I saw them, I went, oh, cool. Two more people I don't like. like let's just pile I seriously, it on. I seriously hate that show, by the way. Yeah, no. I hate Catfish. I think it's so stupid. Oh, it gets better. So when they confront uh, Danica with the fact that, oh, we have this evidence that you're being Catfish, right? Uh, Tiffany Haddish sits down on, uh, I believe it's Max's lap. And goes like, mm, like you're so, like, mm, you're so fine. Like we have some great mixed children. And he goes, yeah, like I have a wife. And without missing a beat, she goes, oh, I don't fucking care. I'll fuck you anyway. And went, oh, so like th- th- this is cool. <laughs> apparently, because if a if a guy acted the way Tiffany Haddish's character did in this movie, they would be arrested on the spot. Like I was sitting there. Dude, when she sits in Max's lap, it's like grinding, and he gets up and goes like, yeah, I'm going to sit over here. She's like, oh, it's like that, huh? When he's told you no multiple times. Sorry. Anyway, so that so that cameo, you don't know. Ask me how, ask me how it uh, wraps up, Colin. Just, just ask me. Hear me. Ask me how that. How, how does it wrap up, Hunter? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So you find out that Charlie... The guy she's been talking to, right, is um, is a guy using a, I, I, I swear, I swear, it is a guy catfishing her who doesn't look like Charlie, the guy that she's seen in the pictures. It's a guy using a voice app called the Aegis Elba voice app that disguises his voice. So, oh, he gets better. She... Tanya and Danica go to confront this guy, right? Who they find out is the one catfishing her. Guess what celebrity it is? I'll give you one guess. Uh, Oprah. Dude. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Dude, you know who plays the catfisher? Chris motherfucking Rock. Oh, nice. Officially selling out like a motherfucker. Because 
I don't know you. I know you never saw this movie. He did this movie called Top Five, right? Which is actually a real damn good movie. And yeah. and Chris he Rock also did Grown Ups. I, it, true, fair enough. But but he made the joke about oh, you know, like Tyler Perry, he'll make a movie about anything, you know, do something like Medea's Halloween or some shit. Which Tyler Perry heard and turned into the Boo One and Boo Two bullshit. So thanks, Chris Rock. So I sat there and went, okay, Chris Rock made a joke about Tyler Perry. He clearly knows Tyler Perry sucks. And what does he do? He shows up in one of his fucking movies. And Chris Rock, one of the best goddamn stand-ups ever. Just in the most sell-out move, he, he's sitting there in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, he plays a guy in a wheelchair, by the way, living in a trail park. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I use that voice modulator. I tricked you. I sound like you just Elba. That got your pussy wet, didn't you? I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. This is, this is what passes for, for writing in this movie. And, and so... Tiffany Hatch ends up setting his hair on fire, which I went, all right, we're, we're trying to burn someone alive, but whatever, it's fucking laughs in this movie. I, uh, so, the, 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 the point of this movie, I guess, is that you can be, you can have a idea of what your soulmate's supposed to be, and you find someone who doesn't meet that list at all. That felt like the lesson, but it's a really shitty lesson because she talks about, uh, Danica does about, oh, I need this in man, I need this, this, and this. She has a, a list of 20 things, which I went, that's unrealistic as fuck, but okay, you vain bitch, sure. And the movie, at no point, even when it kind of gives you this lesson, it never feels like the movie's actually convinced in its own message. Because she's just trying to be like, I need a guy who does this and does this. I will not waver on any of these things. And I just went, well, you're a vain-ass hoe for wanting to go ahead and make a list of what, of what you fucking need. Because, dude, it, dude, if a guy did this shit, man, dude, you, you know what I mean? A guy could not go like, I have a list for the perfect woman and not have women go, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I'm not giving the move any slack with her going like, he needs to be this. Hunter, it's, to- it's 2018. Okay. But and I mean this for you can't you can't can't be mad at women. Oh really? That I work. But I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. Like, are people this vain? Like, and I'm sitting there thinking about like, are people really this vain that they have a checkoff list? It's like it's like it's like oh oh they don't have this. Well, fuck them then. And I think you know what? Fuck the movie for that message. There's a point in this movie where Tanya and I know I'm jumping around because movie fucking jumps around, but. Tiffany Hash's character, Tanya, uh, Danica founds out that this guy she's been talking to, Frank, who runs this coffee shop that Tanya ends up working at, right? He's the one who's an ex-con I told you about earlier. When she finds out he's an ex-con, and she goes into first from every day when she gets her coffee and just cuts him off cold turkey just as far as everything. He's an ex-con. Oh, I I can't talk to an ex-con. I can barely be in the same room as an ex-con. And... Tiffany Hash in a mind line, man, she drops this line, goes, uh, uh, t- uh, Tanya, her character, goes, oh, yeah, what, he's been to prison? Come on, every black man that's worth fucking with has been to prison. And I went, oh, that's how it is. That's a great message for black men. Oh, you haven't been to jail? Well, fuck you, then. You're not going to get anybody. In the movie, at no point, by the way, disproves her and goes, like, hey, that's really fucking wrong for you to say that. She's like, nope. If you haven't been to jail, you're not shit. Universe. It's like, really? And, 
Oh, God. And I think what frustrates me the most about this is Whoopi Goldberg's Zola. Because she was the one thing in this movie that actually brought me a little joy. And Whoopi Goldberg is in the movie for maybe seven minutes. Maybe. Right? But she's kind of playing that stoner mom. And there, there's a point where Tanya shows up after having a big fight with Danica. Because, of course, they do. Because they're sisters and they have to fight. Uh, she comes to... Lola's house and kind of goes like, hey, mom, I need a place to stay. Like, let me in. And she opens the door and is like, oh, like, I can't hear you. Like, the reception's breaking up. She's like, mom, it's a window. And she, like, closes it. Like, I, so, like, it, it's, a, it's a weird gag, but Whoopi Goldberg made it work. And there's a couple more sentimental moments between Lola and Danica that I went, okay, like, this, this isn't, this is actually kind of sweet. But dude, the, the the dialogue in this movie, the jokes aren't jokes. I think what pissed me off so bad is just the movie thinks it's funny. And the whole catfish thing, Colin, it's a solid 15 minutes of the movie. And I was just like, God, this doesn't need to be here. There's no... <laughs> it's just like an actual episode of Catfish. Yeah, because they work in the fact that Danica's been Catfish just to be a big advertisement for the show Catfish. And then I just went... <laughs> it's so lazy. I just went, this doesn't work at all. Like, like... It, 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 just, there's a point where Tanya is talking to Frank and he's like... Because... He, Danica, you know, as I mentioned, she's been giving him, like, the cold shoulder when she finds out he's next con, and Tanya's like, Tanya and him are in the car, They're like, she's like, get it out, get it out of your system, be angry, and he's like, ah, he's ah, <laughs> I mean, he's to yell deeper than that, because <laughs> he has a deeper voice, oh, oh, he's yelling like that, and she goes, damn, nigga, you getting me wet, you want some head, I'm like, what fucking movie am I watching, and it's so, that's so funny, it, <laughs> I know you're. I know you're not serious, but I'm not gonna lie. My eye twitch when you said that. I, I'm dead serious, Hunter. Like, like, yes. The, the, uh, the, the, there's a point. So here's the real twist. So Charlie, the guy who's you know supposedly not real, as Danica starts falling for Frank, the real Charlie shows up. So Charlie exists. It's just that. Chris Rock, his character was his, I think it says his, his uncle or his cousin, and he hacked his phone because Charlie ended up working on an oil rig. It doesn't fucking matter. So, there's a, so, Danica goes out to dinner with Charlie, right? Bear, bear with me here because it leads to a terrible punchline. <laughs> but, so they're at dinner, and she's like, oh, you're so cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah, baby, I am. Like, again, his voice is deeper, whatever. And he basically is talking about his job and how rich he is. And he drops the line. He's like, I'm great at my job. I'm, and I'm not kidding you, I'm the Steph Curry of Oil Ridge Engineering. I just went, fuck off movie. <laughs> this movie is so filled with just dumb fucking shit. I was sitting there thinking, I can't understand how Tyler Perry wrote all this and went, yep, perfect. Uh, do you want to, like, rewrite it? No, 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 it's fine. It's perfect the way it is. There is no reason to... Uh, uh, I... So you liked it? <laughs> you know what? That's that. I got a harder laugh than I did in anything in that fucking movie. This is what I'll say. 
The, the Whoopi Goldberg parts, I will be honest, I did get some joy out of those. I went, okay, you know what? All right. But, dude, everything else about this movie just angered me in a way. I went, I don't understand how, I don't get how he keeps getting to make movies. I really fucking don't. And the thing is, when a movie goes, of course, because Danica and Frank have to end up together, there is no point at all where you go, they're right for each other. The movie doesn't even have the right to go, oh yeah, they're like, the movie's fucking lazy about it. They're like, well, they're in the same town, they're in the same proximity. Fuck it, why not? They should date, right? And of course, there's the the subplot that Frank owns a cabin. So of course, you know, what, what do you think would call, happen, Colin? Oh, it's going to rain. So of course, she can go up there and confess her love to him. Just, oh, uh, and of course, she just gets in the rain, she's singing. Uh, like, oh, I miss you, or the fuck she's saying. And I just went, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. It's just, uh, the thing is, man, I've, I, I've heard some of Tyler Perry's interviews. Like, I, I, I know I keep saying he's an Uncle Tom, and I stand by that, but he's not unintelligent. He can put a fucking sentence together. I know well, you know what? I used to think he could do better than this, but maybe this is just his floor. Maybe this is just all he can do. Maybe he just is so inept at everything. Because keep in mind, he's producing, writing, and directing this shit. And the fact that he cannot be fucking better this late in the game is astounding to me. I wasn't going to give this an F, but you know what? It is a go fuck yourself because he's just... He should be better by now. Fuck, Ryan Coogler's done, what, three movies? <laughs> what, uh, yeah, three movies. And he's already way better at this. Fuck, Jordan Peele's written one movie. Get out. And he's already way better at this. Get out to Tyler Perry. I'm so done with this dude, man. And I'm so happy this that in March, we will be able to fucking have a Viking funeral for Medea. <laughs> and we'll never have to review another fucking Medea movie, man. I am, I'm done man tower perry sucks it's just it, <laughs> he does man i think what's what's more irritating is that the theater i was in they were laughing their asses off man they are the happiest people in the world they as my grandpa would say they were happier than pig and shit they were so happy they're laughing at his lame ass jokes tower perry's the best and i just sit there and i go how am i the only sane person here I felt like we got to at the end of Zoolander. I'm just like, if no one else recognizes this, I'm taking crazy pills. Because no one else sees how shitty of a director Tyler Perry is. I This will be on my worst stuff. Shocking, I know, after I've talked about it. <laughs> I was like, probably could call that one. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I don't. It's the least shocking thing I've ever Honestly, heard. I hated this more than I feel pretty. And I am no fan of I hate this more in life the, uh, than Life of the Party. Uh, I, I hate this man. Like I just, I left the theater angry. Uh, oh, some bold bold statements there, dude. Seriously, man. You, you know what? I I did hate Life of the Party. I I I hate it more. I hate it more than I feel pretty. I do know that. But Life of the Party. <laughs> I have to actually sit there thinking about Life of the Party. I'm like, I did really hate that. So. Yeah, I'm like, those are some of my some of my all time least favorites. Yeah, oh, Life of the Party was really well, cool. definitely. Definitely, uh, life of the party, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, like, like I feel pretty. I'm pretty confident that statement. I feel pretty. I, I had to back that up a little bit because, yeah, I, <laughs> I, ooh, I do hate that one. But uh, yeah, guys, don't see. <laughs> it's 
in case in case my review left any doubt. Like, yeah, what do you, what do you mean? I thought I thought people uh, should see it after everything you said. Yeah, god damn. No? God damn. Yeah, just don't see this, man. This was this was rough, man. I I, I got to be honest. And, and you know, like I I bring it up on occasion. I I haven't walked out of a movie. This was testing me. I'm not even gonna lie to you. There's a point I stood up, and I was kind of just staring at the screen, drinking my drinking my beer. I was like, ooh. And I actually I had two drinks during this movie. <laughs> like I got I got through a, a tall 805, and I was like, eh, I think we need one more. <laughs> I ended up I ended up running uh, to the bar at a, a slow part of the movie, and <laughs> I got one more beer, but. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> nice. this was this was rough. So, yeah, guys, have you had the pleasure of seeing Nobody's Fool? Uh, fucking felt like a fool after seeing this, but let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can fo- like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Music at The Real Pineapple. Follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at NearmanTheFirst. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up this weekend for the Grinch. I totally forgot the Grinch comes out this weekend. That that's yeah, <laughs> but uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Later.